Hey, I'm Emily. And I'm Emily. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Coming Up Roses. Hey guys, welcome back. Super excited to actually do a bonus episode of the series we were doing, Focus to the Future. And this bonus episode is going to look a little different. We are talking all about what it looks like to not go the college route and to pursue your passions in a different way. Um, I thought this would be cool because, you know, I had four of my college friends who are great and lovely, but we're all graduating this year. And so I thought it would be cool to get some perspective from someone else and a fellow podcaster. So Christian, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on the show, Emily. I appreciate it. I love what you're doing with the podcast. And uh, yeah, so like you said, kind of uh, you're in the college realm and a lot of people were and I was uh, I was 10 credits away from my associate's degree. So I'm almost there. Almost got the little certificate, um, but didn't quite finish and uh, was kind of doing business on the side. Had a lawn care um, and landscape business kind of doing that and kind of was realizing like school really wasn't uh, for me and it wasn't necessarily I didn't try like in high school I had like a 3.6 GPA and I didn't really try but you know and then um, got some academic awards and, and, and stuff, but it just wasn't fulfilling to me. And like what I was doing with like my business, I was, I, I was realizing that I was learning more for me, what I was doing personally in the business world, um, apart from school. And I just feel like when I was in school, I was not focusing. I think one time I was, I missed like nine classes in Spanish class, uh, in Spanish one, I got like a D <laughs> I managed to get a D I missed like seven quizzes. I don't know how I ended up passing that class. And like during the, when, and when I was in the class, I was like, like learning about stocks and investing. I was literally like trading stocks while the teacher was um, talking about Spanish. So I had no clue. I know like, hola, and that's about it. But I just realized like that kind of woke me up. I was like, well, all these kids seem like they're, some of the kids there did seem like they were like on a mission to pursue something, whether it was in like communications or marketing or some sort of degree. I don't really know. But like for me, I just feel like I was like, I was like the, like the odd one out. Like I wasn't, it didn't make mm-hmm. sense. And so I kind of dropped out last semester and then around September, I started the podcast, like you two, uh, starting a podcast. And I really just, the passion was really just focusing on maybe like an outside perspective, like what if you don't pursue pursue school, you know, because like school is not for everyone. Mm-hmm. And like, maybe you have a different dream or a vision that someone wants to pursue. And let's get some people that are entrepreneurs, content creators, you know, business owners that maybe haven't gone like the, you know, the direct, you know, school route, and they've done something else. And because I kind of wanted to give some um, like variety to everyone else out there. Um, because, you know, sometimes you might feel alone and it does get kind of lonely sometimes not going to school. Um, and that's another thing we can talk about too, but yeah, that's basically just me. I'm 22 years old. Um, you know, just starting up the podcast in the business still, and it's just like super exciting, but it's definitely a learning curve for sure. Yeah. And for those of you who want to listen to Christian's podcast, I'm sure we'll plug it more than once, but it is called purpose, passion, and coffee. Um, it's one of my new favorites. It kind of has helped me. Um, work on all the rebranding I'm trying to do right now while still in school. So definitely go take a listen. We'll plug it again at the end in case you missed it. Um, But I would love to hear more about your experience specifically deciding to leave college because for me, I definitely, I don't know if I've talked about this a ton on the podcast, but dance is a degree that you don't really need to be a professional dancer. Um, I just felt like I wanted that experience. And there's been lots of times I've considered leaving and have always felt pressured to stay just because I need that bachelor's degree. I need that four-year experience. Um, So just talk, if you could talk a little bit about like 
your experience leaving, why you decided to leave, that would be really great, I'm sure, to hear. Yeah, yeah. So why I decided, I think I said a little bit in the intro, but not really going like all in, all in with it was um, just didn't make sense to me. It was kind of like, I guess you said like I need it. But then for me, I was like, I don't think I need it because, mm -hmm. you know, if you're trying to model after someone, you usually like maybe like you're sitting right now and you're listening to this and you're like, hey, this is where I want to be in the next five, 10, 15 years. Right. We, we read all these self-help books and they say, you know, model after someone who you who you look up to, who you inspire to be. And so it didn't make sense. Like in school, I was looking at these teachers, and these professors that were doing, um, you know, their job and they're teaching us about other careers and stuff. And I'm like, but I had like no desire to do what they were doing in the next five or 10 years. So it didn't really make sense to go into a system and expect different results. It's kind of like the definition of insanity is like mm -hmm. doing the same thing over again. And there's nothing against people who are in college. Literally, like that's the biggest thing is like, I don't want to be anti-college, like to each is their own. And like, I'm like, some people would go to college and be way better than me. And, and like, I'm terrible with numbers, terrible with accounting. Like I'm getting accounted this year just because of that. Like, I can't do it anymore, right? For the business. But yeah, that was like, like my mentor told me, he's like, Christian, model after someone you want to be in the next, you know, 10 or 15 years. And that just made sense to me. Like I want to, you know, so then I just, my teacher ended up being like mentors who were like entrepreneurs and business owners who, you know, kind of create their own environment, who learn, who read, who do podcasts, who, who do books, you know, they, they do internship, they don't get paid, but it's kind of like mentorship. So that was kind of like the why it didn't really make sense for me to where I was, where I was at in life. And then just like the experience, like definitely a lot of, um, like you going back, Emily saying like, I think I need it. Like being scared, that definitely resonates with me. It still gets to me that to this day, not as much, you know, because I'm starting to really like, you know, just, you know, preach to myself, like Christian, you got this, you can believe in yourself. The more you get out of your comfort zone, the more you will believe in yourself. I will tell you that right now. And it's always going to be scary. But um, I think the experience was just like, yeah, I had backlash from my parents. Like I had multiple arguments with my parents. Of like, you know, mm -hmm. you need to go to school. So if there's, if there's anyone listening to this, it's like, you might have that. And like, and, you know, so, and here's the thing is like our parents, like they came from a background where they didn't have like social media and the opportunities to pursue different careers like we can today without a college degree. And so sometimes they just don't understand that. And so that's where I have to give a little bit of empathy, if that makes sense. And like that, because sometimes they just don't know um, until you kind of have to prove it to them. Right. Um, so yeah, the experience is a lot, of, a lot of negative thoughts. Like, is this worth it, Christian? What if I fail? Like I've had many sleepless nights of like turning over and over again of like, oh my goodness, like everyone else is doing, you know, this business degree and it's like more structured and you have that, you know, paper and it could be like something that you can actually hold on to. Cause like, like if you're by yourself, you don't do college, like, you know, someone might not hire you because you don't have a degree. And sometimes it's kind of crazy, kind of sucks. Even you might have more potential. They just might not hire you. Um, so yeah, a lot of those thoughts, but at the same time, like, I think you learn so much about yourself when you're like on your own and like you start pursuing your dream. Um, and I think it's worth it. Like, I think I, I have this mentality, like, you know, a rejection over regret. So I'd rather like pursue something I love, especially when I'm so young. Like I can honestly, this is my mentality. I mean, I could honestly like mess up for 10 years and still be fine. And like, that could be like, wow, you're so reckless Christian. But here's the thing is like, it gives me that perspective to really, you know, put forth effort and to push myself and, and to go for it. Cause like, I mean, when you talk to older people, this is a good advice. I start talking to my grandparents is like, people do regret things. Some people regret things they did and people regret things they didn't do. But you nine out of 10 times, the common factor you'll see is that people regret things um, more that they didn't do rather than they did do. And so that was just kind of like, okay, like, I don't want to regret things that I never did. So but yeah, it's kind of like my experience right now. Yeah, no, uh, that is like resonates with me be like, just thinking in the the concept of like opportunities and like what you can be doing rather than just going to school every day because 
with dance, like a lot of us are always wanting to do outside projects and stuff. Luckily, we have the ability to do that. But one of my professors said, it's always better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. Hmm. Obviously not like running over people's lives, but you know, with class or with, you know, your commitments, it's better to be like, hey, sorry, can't do that. I've got this really cool opportunity with a gig here in town Mm -hmm. rather than to be like, hey, professor, can I please get off class for this? They'd just rather us go do it and come back later and tell them how cool it was rather than ask and be too much of a student. And I think you hit the nail on the head with, you know, not everyone needs that piece of paper and not everyone needs that like education side of college. I think the program I'm in, it's more about, and why I I can sometimes feel like, why am I getting, I shouldn't say that now I'm literally graduating in two months. (laughs) Yeah. Be careful. Um, Sometimes it was just like, hmm, I feel really isolated from the rest of college students because for me, my program looks so different and it's like, okay, I came to college to get life experience. Like I needed four more years and kind of a structured environment to train really hard in dance, to have a place to live while I do it, to meet people, that kind of thing. And what's, what's interesting to me is like you looking at the professors, looking at the other students and be, you being like, no, like this isn't where I want to see my life. And mm-hmm. I love the idea of figuring out who you want to model yourself after and being like, okay, what path did they take? How can I apply that to my life? Cause I think yeah. that's really powerful and can really lead to some cool mentorship. Like you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good that you're saying that. And it's kind of like the best way I can put it is like your friends, like who you surround yourself with is who you're going to become. And that's not only just applies yeah. to your friends that applies to your family that implies your mentors. And so that goes into like that system. And yeah, you definitely don't need certain things. I think anytime you hold on to something so of, of a higher value, I think it puts you in a bad state of mind because you almost like rely on that thing. And this is no offense to college, but with COVID, I think it showed people that even if you go to college, you're not guaranteed a job. Um, I've had a lot of friends who they were relying on that degree and they just ha- had no job openings just because of COVID happened. And so a lot of allowed a lot of actually these dreamers to be doers because it just kind of like slowed things down. And yeah, it goes back to like you really do like you YOLO, right? Like the little thing that we always say, you only live once. But it is. I mean, it's it's life is too short, but it's also too long. And I have to I find that like middle balance of perspective in that. And but the thing is too is like Emily, you have to realize like I think for me, when people come up to me and they ask questions like, should I drop out of college because you did it? I'm like, well, here's the thing: like I'm not you, and you're not me, and that's amazing. Like I don't we all, I want everyone to be different. Right. Yeah. But sometimes you might walk into college and someone might need the structure. Like the last thing they need to do is be on them, be by themselves and like allow them to be too creative. And they just have no structure and they get any, don't, they don't get anything done. Sometimes people have been so structured that they need, they just need to be like, let loose. They need to have some time away, like a gap year. I think people are like, Oh yeah, go straight into college. But you know, I, my friend who now started up, he started up a 500,000 revenue business in the past, you know, two years, he traveled the world as a girlfriend for two, for like 14 months and gained perspective. And so like, it's just different for everyone, but I just think it's, it's, uh, it's good to know like who you are, like going into that, whether it's college or no college. Yeah. Something that has always been on my mind when I've thought about you know, should I leave college? Should I pursue dance and come back? We see students in the program take a lot of gap years. People took this year off because it was all virtual. What was the most difficult part about deciding to leave? And you can talk about 
you know, feeling left out, feeling behind, feeling anxious because you don't have that BA or that, you know, whatever it might be that gets you the, you know, everyone says you have to have to get the good job. Yeah. The most difficult thing is, um, I think the the factor of like with COVID kind of like not as much, but still it's like you, you know what a sorority is or fraternity. I have no idea what that looks like. I really don't. Like I have, like I hear all these people, sometimes you have good memories, sometimes bad memories, you know, crazy stuff. But like, no matter what, it's still a memory. And you can like look back and reflect on, you see all those movies and they're like, you know, they like 10 years later, everyone gets to, all the friends get together and they talk about the college days. I have none of that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not like, while everyone's doing that, I'm just in my basement working grinding away, finding different ideas. And yeah, I sometimes feel like left out. Like I see all these, especially with social media, it's, it can be a positive thing, but sometimes it's like, wow, Christian, am I like missing out on opportunities? And also another thing I think there's a positive going to college is like connections. Like you never know the next Elon Musk might just be in your class and you don't know. And like, just because you were friends with them could have given you so many opportunities where like with me, like, yeah, I get opportunities in, in other ways, but at college, like there's a lot of people like around our age that are going there that are on a mission to be successful, to do what they maybe want to do. And uh, I think opportunities and connections, I feel like I can miss out on, on that side. I think too, is like um, just more negative thoughts. It's like the world is kind of more against you when you go out of college, if that makes any sense. Yeah. It's almost like, who are you to say you can do this without the college, right? It's like, who are you, Christian, to think that you're like, you don't need this college degree or like, you know? And so I think I have this, maybe, maybe it's a self pressure, but I think anyone trying to get out of your comfort zone like that and pursue something that's just abnormal, right? It's like the kid that goes into the class, remember when we were like younger and that just wears something extreme. You have that one kid that just kind of weird and like, you just feel like the different um, vibe or environment in the room, right? And, but it's like, you have a lot of pressure, but hey, what they're doing is they're being themselves. And so sometimes it is harder to be, to be yourself. And I think just like that stems a lot of negative voices. And again, like you need to know how to deal with those. I guess what I'm learning, but at first it was hard. You know, your parents are like, Christian, you might not be successful. Like what happens? And like your parents do, like my, they do care about me, but it's just like, Hey, college worked for us. Why not go to college? Mm-hmm. Like it's the safe bet. Mommy and daddy get the degree and all this stuff. And yeah, it's, it is, it is hard and challenging. And my biggest advice that I've realized with stepping outside like that is um, like people ask me, should I drop out of college? Should I do this? What, what, what's difficult? What's not difficult? Stuff like that. And I think like, if you need someone else's voice to help motivate you, I don't think you should do it because there's been a lot of days where I had no one and it's just mm-hmm. me, just me and my thoughts all alone. So you're listening to this right now and it's a scary, a dark place. It's worth it for me, but it's dark. And if you're listening to this, you're like, no, I've always needed to have help. That is fine. Don't judge yourself. I'm not judging you. If, if you can't, that's totally fine. Um, and so I would just say, hey, you're going to have days where you're going to need to like motivate yourself and you're going to have no one. I think that's really scary, even for people in college who are my age and who are about to leave is we've been all my friends entered college right after high school and especially in more what I would consider like pre-professional, very intense programs like I'm in. Um, we do have so many voices like telling us you have to be at class at nine. You have to do rehearsal till this time. You know, you're here. I'm going to scream at you and tell you what to do right. And then you can go home and it's turned off and then I'll turn it back on tomorrow. And 
it does it is scary for me and I know I've talked to my friends about this to suddenly go from a very structured you know make sure you do your homework guys to a you show up and if you don't show up you don't get paid or you're getting mm-hmm. fired you know like and that I think also with like creative endeavors which uh we can talk about as well is you know for me the podcast I, I'm just doing this on my own mm-hmm. like I don't have anybody telling me hey Emily make sure you make sure you record this week it's like well yeah. I don't really have to like yeah like if a podcast if a podcast doesn't go up that week then it's on you it's like you get to choose to decide whether it goes up or doesn't so yeah and I I, I like how you described it as like a dark place but it's worth it because I think this season of life kind of transitioning out of my professors always telling us what to do. You know, they're kind of letting us get more independent and starting the podcast kind of running with that is like, yeah, it is worth it. Like it's been really Mm -hmm. hard to sometimes wake up every day and be like, well, I have to go to class for myself, not for them. I have Mm -hmm. to work on the podcast for me, not for them, Mm -hmm. you know, for my ultimate goals. That that's a really hard lesson to learn (laughs) at this age. Yeah. No, I agree. And I think that's one thing. And here's the thing too. I, I tried college. I, I'm not saying like, just don't try it. I mean, if you really know, like you don't want to do college and yeah, I, I guess that's right. Or if like you're already have a business at a young age and I know some people that, yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to retire like at 25. It's crazy. They've been super successful, but, um, most, most 99% of the people aren't like that. So, um, I think you just have to realize like what you're going for. And, you know, one thing that entrepreneurship has taught me in getting out of college is like, yeah, if you don't schedule that meeting with your client, if you don't get there on time, if you don't answer the, the, the phone, like you're done, like you have no money. And, you know, and here's the thing is like, it's all on me. Like it's, it could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. Right. And you get to set your schedule. Um, but at the same time, like that's an also a positive negative, like how much do you want to make? How much, are you not going to make? Um, are you going to make enough? Are you going to get certain um, certain times down within like within your week? Um, so I think it definitely has allowed me. I have a planner now. Like I need that for sure. I have a paper yes. planner. I'm old school, but like I was realizing like the more in business, I'm like, I really need uh, um, structure. Um, but I learned so much like on my own because yeah, like teachers do help you out a lot. Um, and, but when you're on your own, like you don't have that. And there's always someone right behind you that's willing to take your job, to willing to take your career, um, someone willing to outwork you. So you always kind of have to be on your toes with that. Yeah. I think it's very interesting too, to be, I'm graduating with my BFA in two months and to see, you know, everyone around me, society, my, my parents, you said your parents were the same. We're like, yeah, you have to go to college and get a degree. And when I look back and I think about what I learned in college, I did learn a lot about dance, probably could have done that without a degree. Um, But a lot of it was just like, yeah, like, I need a planner, you know, there are people behind me who want the position I'm in, I have to work hard, kind of how to like be on that daily grind, for lack of a better word. But those are things I think, I'm thankful for that experience. I think I did need to come to a four year university to get that for my case. But it is interesting to reflect back and be like, oh, you know, dance history, I might not remember, but how hard I had to work to get that one audition. I will always remember those lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, and those are things that I didn't always think I would learn in college. Like I was kind of like, oh, you know, I'll learn how to dance better. Um, and that's true. But I think those life lessons, as cliche as they are, can be learned in or out of college. And I feel like societal pressure didn't really prepare me for that. 
if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Sometimes you learn things you never expected to learn going into signing up for something you, you thought you were signing up for. And that could be a good thing too, in a lot of ways, Emily, for sure. Yeah. So I would love to hear about starting your own business and then deciding to pursue the podcast and kind of doing both of those things at once after you left right before your associate's degree. Yeah. So the business is lawn care landscape business. And I've had that for since me and my brother were like 12, my dad kind of started that up for us. Just like a side hustle, like a side job. Yeah. Um, and me and my brother hated my dad for it because while all the kids were out playing and having fun, we're out mowing, mowing yards, doing landscape work, pulling weeds. Like, you know, we thought we had the worst dad ever. Um, but it comes to find out it was probably one of the best things he could have done for us. And um, at 16, um, I started driving. So it was just me and my brother taking it over. And then last year we created like an official like LLC. I went all in and I told my brother, I said, Hey, I really want to just see what we can do. You know, like, let's go all yeah. out. Let's risk it for the biscuit. Like let's, you know, dads, you know, I think we can really, you know, really make a good income and just put some goals and, um, and just learn. So I remember like that winter before, you know, COVID started from last year, um, 2000, yeah, 2019. And that winter, I just started like reading about reading books about business. I started watching YouTube videos. I watched all these lawn care and landscape guys. Some of my good friends are, um, they have their own huge landscape company. So I was talking with them, finding those mentors, just like education. Education is not just in college. And once you get out of college, I tell you, you're going to learn more than you ever think you were like education does not stop. I will say that. And, um, I just really started to go all in and I learned about marketing. I was doing ads, you know, doing that. I was learning about this is everything I thought I didn't know. And, um, then obviously season starts super exciting. Guess what? COVID hits. So it's like, crap, you gotta kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. All the years that we start to go all in on the business, a virus, right. Mm -hmm. Hits. And it's like, what does that look like? Is, you know, they're telling businesses are going to start shutting down. Like people are going to have less money because they can't work. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. I was like, you, like, what are the odds? Like out of all years, I started to, you know, really go for this business, but it was actually the best thing that did happen to me um, because it allowed me to push and grind harder than I've ever had. Um, mm -hmm. Cause like you have to, you have to make it right. And um, we ended up doing like 2000 a month. Um, it's like 8000 a month in profit in like the next three or four months. And, you know, 8000 a month for a 21-year-old and a 20-year-old or 19-year-old is uh, not too bad without any yeah. college degree. Yeah. Um, honestly, most people, even with degrees, don't even get that money. And I'm not like trying to flex at all. I'm not saying that. It just shows you what you can do with, you know, hard work, effort, and uh, pursuing your own education within like your own business or your dream that you want to have. And so that was kind of what that looked like, you know, nonstop, a lot of, you know, long hours, you know, pushing ads, talking to people, you will have a lot of no's. Um, but with every nine no's, you usually get a yes. And um, yeah, so that just, that was that business. But during that time, I was like, you know, I love this business thing. I just like love everything about it. And I'm like, how can I preach this to like other people? I was like, I feel like there's another, like, people need to hear about what I'm, what I'm doing or like the opportunity that you can have outside of school. Um, cause when I was talking to people in college, there's half the people that are like, Hey, I'm meant to be here, but there's half the other people that are like, I don't feel like I'm meant to be here. Like, I don't know really why I'm here. And I was kind of questioning that during that time when I was in college. And so I was like, you know what? I'm a, I love podcasts. I listen to those a lot. I'm like, why don't you start a podcast? And it's kind of been a vision for mine for like a year. Um, but it wasn't really until like, I didn't know really what I want to talk about until like really the business. And, um, so I just put some things together, started thinking about a title on my mowing days. All I would think about is just starting the podcast, starting the podcast when I'm going to start it. 
And I eventually like wanted to start in the summer, honestly, but like, I kept saying, you know what? It's not perfect. Um, it needs more structure. It needs more this. I don't even have any guests. And uh, I just kind of get in my head of like eventually like two, three months passed. And I'm like, I still haven't started yet. And it's honestly been a year since I've like wanted to do this and I still haven't mm-hmm. started yet. And so I think it's just like that mentality of like just doing it, even if you don't think it's ready enough, um, just because like, you're never going to be ready enough. Like we're always our hardest critic, like when putting something out there. And so September, I literally released my first podcast with people, um, Caleb and Abby Howard, and they have their Bolt Boutique um, mm-hmm. and it's been growing. It's amazing. Good friends of mine. But yeah, it was nerve wracking going up to having a guest of entrepreneurs, content creators, and like going up to them like, hey, would you want to be my podcast? Like, I don't have anything like I've had no episodes. It's like some stranger comes up to you like basically, hey, I'm starting this business or this thing. Would you want to be the first one to buy something? It's like, wow, like um, that's like high risk. Like this guy even legit? <laughs> yeah. Is he being serious? Like what, is this guy cuckoo? Who do you think he is? And so I'm very thankful for for them to say yes. And that's like literally like just I made so many connections and I've hopefully, you know, give and somebody uh, giving a lot of value away to, to people um, who maybe have some dreams and want to get different insights. And the people that I interview are, you know, whether they're business owners from, you know, having their own gym, having a clothing store, you know, being photographers, videographers from, you know, I had the owner made in KC. We like literally went to made in KC, had the podcast. It's another connection I made really cool um, from like content creators, from musicians, I mean, you name it, anyone that's like kind of creating their own thing and pursuing their, their dream life and uh, making income for it. And that's kind of how the podcast started. And it's like, sometimes you don't expect certain things and they just kind of kind of come out of nowhere because you're pursuing the lawn care landscape business for me. And that kind of gave me a vision to be like, you know what, let's do this podcast thing. And so um, that's allowed me to in the next month, the two months, I'm starting up another business too, that I'm very passionate about. So it's, it's exciting, but nerve wracking for sure. I, I love talking to other people who've started like content. I consider podcast content creation because I always hear the same thing of, well, it wasn't ready yet. You know, I, I didn't have this. I didn't really know what I was doing. And I mean, for starters, the apps that you can record podcasts on are like free and it's editing for dummies. It is so easy. Yeah. And then everyone out there now has like a how to start a podcast, how I started my YouTube channel. And there's so much free information on there. And then someone gave me the best advice of my life. Um, I don't even remember who said it, which is so bad because I say it all the time. I've said it on my podcast before, but they told me like you're never going to miss something that's supposed to happen in your life. Like Mm. the plan for your life has already been made like you don't have to worry about that. And so if someone tells you no, or if an opportunity doesn't work out, it's because it wasn't meant to happen. Yeah. And so like pursuing everything in good faith and knowing that it's all going to work out for you in the end and like accepting that rejection as part of the process is so crucial, even with something like my podcast, which for me right now is kind of just this thing I do for fun. Like I'm hoping to make it something more as I graduate, but yeah, my podcast was, was and still is kind of a hot mess, haphazard. Yeah. <laughs> like we're always changing cover art and everything and ownership transitions. But mm-hmm. like, I'm so thankful that I just dove in head first because I don't think like I have friends who are all the time like, oh, I, I should totally start a YouTube channel, but I yeah. have to wait till my life is together. Yeah, like, girl, your life is never going to be together. You might as well yeah. start it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a big thing. I I'll talk, if you really talk to your parents, like 
if they really are genuine, they're going to say even they don't have their life together. Um, and I mean, but you have to think about Emily, like as much as it, you might call it a hot mess or like you're changing so many different things. Like, I think you're happy because like you're actually doing yeah. what you love and you're doing this hobby of yours and you want to make it bigger. And like, I don't think you regret that. And I loved how you said like, you know, you don't miss those opportunities. Like I think life kind of happens to you and you have to take that rejection. And I, I agree. I have this thing where I think rejection is protection. Um, and so wow. it's just like it protects you from like, you know, the things that were meant to be. And then it, it'll lead you to a place that it did. And so like, you know, what if I if I went to school and like I was going to be, you know, maybe a PA or a doctor, like I kind of like felt like I kind of got rejected with that just because of like, obviously grades not good enough. Um, not the mentality of wanting to study. <laughs> like, I'm like, I kind of need to study. I want to be, I really want to be a doctor that bad, honestly, but I just, I had to like self-reflect. That's a big thing is like self-awareness, understand who you are. And it does suck sometimes, but you know, life has a weird way of working itself out. If you allow it, if you allow it to be a part of that process. And so because of that, I, that led me to business to podcasting and now this next business and like I wouldn't trade it for the world it's not saying it's easy but like I'm like I went back to like it is worth it and I think you can say that too and just interesting um how things work out and stuff like that but yeah make make if you have a good relationship with no and rejection you're going to be spot on for life like if you can almost like feel like you're almost married to no like you're going to love life because you'll never be like you'll just you'll thrive you know I think the hardest thing for people is like hearing that no. And actually, cause a no is always an underlying yes to something else. That's what I like to say. So. Yeah, no, I love that rejection is protection. Um, being a dancer, it's audition season. I'm auditioning for companies. It feels like every week um, or sending my stuff. Hey, you know, please hire me. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I've only received no so far. And that 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 is hard i think being yeah. a dancer i'm more used to rejection because there's just so few jobs and opportunities but like there are companies that have told me no and then i realized oh yeah i would not have thrived there i would have been miserable i would have had mm -hmm. to move like to somewhere i don't want to live and so in that moment it stings but then you know it always even if you don't figure it out now like I, you know eventually you will know why things happen in your life and so I love that rejection is protection. That's that's going on a sticky note on my mirror after this. <laughs> awesome, awesome. I'm glad. <laughs> um, I would also love to hear, as a fellow podcaster, about any challenges you've had starting the podcast for people who also want to start a podcast. Yeah, I love this. It's a great topic. I'm. I know we're both very passionate on this. Um, content creation. It can be an amazing thing, and also it could be a kick in the ass thing. Sorry if I cuss. I don't know if I'm allowed to do that, but. Um, like that's, that's the best way I can emphasize it. It is because it's like, you learn so much, you'll, you will learn a lot. You'll thank yourself for it, but you have to be adaptable to learn. So like, and if you want to grow a podcast, I think, um, me and you can agree that you have to be willing to be on social media and do content creation. Like you just have to have that. That's where everyone's at. Like podcast doesn't have the algorithm like, you know, TikTok or Instagram or even like Facebook and some of these other apps have, um, like podcast is really like, Hey, if you listen to this podcast, they might refer you to this one, but there's no like organic or viral content that can just burst out. Like it's just, a, yeah. it's an audio platform. So that's a big thing I would tell someone. Um, you don't need a thousand dollar mic. I started with a $40 mic um, and I used that for like seven, eight episodes. Um, and, you know, honestly, the sound difference really isn't that much of a difference paying like 250 or $300 for a mic that I have now. Um, I would also say like, don't 
overwhelm what, like what I've learned is like, don't overwhelm overwhelm yourself of like trying to figure or planning out each single episode. Like it's sometimes it's okay just to go with the flow, especially in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like looking back, I've obviously way more structure. Like I have more details of like when I'm going to release an episode. Cause like you, you want your audience to know, like, you know, when they're going to release an episode, like, Hey, every Monday, like Emily's re- releasing this episode every Friday or and Thursday, Christian's releasing this episode, whatever. Um, so like they know when, like when, when to go down and listen to it. But I think when you're starting out, I think we can get bogged down with all the little things and that we never start. Mm-hmm. I kind of have this thing where it's like, you know, um, start before you're ready and never stop preparing. And that's kind of like my mentality I have with like, especially podcast It's like, um, and also another thing too, like I recorded one episode like seven times and I was so mad. Cause like, I didn't sound good enough. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, Emily, but yes. it was like this interview, like the third podcast, my, some of my friends like encouraged me just to do one about me and like why I started it. Cause like everyone can go back and understand, okay, who's Christian? Is he really credible? Like what, like in entrepreneurship, you know, like what's the vision behind the podcast? And I'm like, okay, sure. I literally like recorded that thing like seven times, you know, I'm like on the eighth time or something. Like I just had to put it out. Like, cause like, I'm never like, it literally took up my whole day. And so, and I can all, and I always look back at it and I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, why did I even say that? I sound so weird in that. Or I'm like, I messed up saying this, but even like right now, you're always going to have something that you're going to critique and you just can't, you can't judge, you can't overjudge yourself in certain areas, especially for something that you're very passionate about. And yeah, so that's kind of like some of my big tips of podcasting. It's so worth it. It's awesome. I mean, talking about connections and it's cool, like to see, like you have a podcast, you look up your name and you know, your podcast pop, pops up on any of the, uh, you know, Apple or Spotify or people like start to share your podcast, your friends do. Um, and that's just really cool. Or I think the biggest thing for podcasting for me is like starting, I'm starting to have like more people come up to me like, Hey, whatever you said on that podcast, whatever, you know, that really like inspired me. And like the biggest thing is like to give back value and inspire people to really you know pursue what they love doing. And, you know, it's really cool to be a part of that in a small, tangible way and like hear mm-hmm. those stories and, and, um, and, uh, just like, you know, had a kid come up to me, he's like, yeah. Um, I really loved like your episode, never stop being a kid. Cause I feel like, you know, going to college, I had to get these like really good degree, uh, you know, good grades. And I kind of have to just be really structured and I start to not have fun. Like I, I kind of started to forget like what I'm really passionate about and like listening to your episode, Christian, like really like helped me just give me a, a better perspective and like not forgetting like who I was and like, there's still a dreamer inside of me. And so just stuff like that. Cause there's been a lot of people that I've listened to their podcast that like, that's changed my life too. Right. Like they have. Yeah. Like if I can ever have a talk with some of these big podcasters, I'm like, yo, you like inspire me to get out of my comfort zone, to pursue my business, to talk to that person or to, you know, I think everyone has that podcast or a couple ones that they're like love going to. And I was like, you know what, maybe, maybe that could be me or maybe I can start one where people like love to listen to, they find encouragement. And so if you really are passionate about it, definitely hundred percent go for it. Yeah. I think what's so big for me with people being like, Oh, I want to start a podcast. A lot of my friends always say they want to start YouTube channels is the fear of like not making a big enough impact. And I think you hit the nail on the head so well when it's like, even people, you know, like if it impacts your friends, like that's great. I mean, we have some episodes, I have episodes of my podcasts that are just me that have like so few plays you can just Mm -hmm. see the viewership like absolutely tank because it's a boring episode or whatever. And it's like, okay, but those five people listened to the whole thing and they got something Mm -hmm. out of it. Um, And also, we've talked about this before when we've been kind of talking about this collaboration is neither of us um, are really big on like monetizing or like trying to make 
you know, killing and be super famous and be big influencers. Like right now we're just doing this to inspire the people who listen to our podcast. And so I think if it's something you want to like really make a lot of money off of, do that, go for it. But starting at like the heart behind it is really my biggest advice to people. And your podcast is something that like has helped me kind of get over and just talking to you and having your wisdom in my life is like, okay, I don't have to monetize this right now. Like I can just focus on having fun and talking to my friends and, you know, inspiring people. And I mean, like my most played episode is an episode where I just talk about like my life um, and all the things that like have shaped who I am. And it's like, okay, well, if that can impact people enough that they keep coming back, then I don't need to worry about influencing or saying the perfect thing or, you know, making it sound good without any choppy edits, you know, like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's the heart behind it. Yeah, I agree. And I think the biggest thing too, is like, I know, like, I want to make sure, you know, if you do want to monetize a podcast, if that's if you're listening to that, it's going to take a while. Like if you listen to even some of the top podcasters, it sometimes it took them like two, three years to really start to get going. It could take you like six, seven months or a year. I don't know. I just say like, that would be like, just know your heart behind starting the podcast. And I think everything everything on inauthentic and genuine comes from the heart, not just um, rather than money. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's the biggest thing is like, you know, know your target audience, know why you're trying to start a podcast and yeah, not overjudging yourself with that process is, is super important. And also to reach like the 1000 people, the 10,000 people, you always have to start with the one. So my biggest tip is like, if you have one super fan, like just spend time with that person, talk with that person, whether they DM you or message you. That's like anything in life, kind of like, you know, you have that, maybe that younger friend, that little younger brother that's always could be annoying, um, but you spend time with them and stuff. Um, but like, just the, the thing with super fans is like, they always like reach out to you, but like, they're never annoying. Cause like, they're your super fans. Like they're like, they're the best people. They support you all the time. And so like, don't like what you said, like there might be five listeners on your show, um, maybe on one episode or something or 25 and you wanted a hundred, whatever it is, but like there's at least one or two people listening to, and obviously it impacted them. It's like focus, double down on that one. And that eventually it'll start hitting them. And then when it hits them, they see how genuine they are. It You have to share like mm-hmm. authenticity is like multiplicity. Like it literally just thrives. It just keeps going and going. And so I think if you can be true to who you are, you will see the growth, but you got to be patient and uh, consistency builds credibility. That's one thing I do preach is like, you might not have all the speaking lessons, all these different things, but like, if you're consistent, people see that they, they see that you're, you put forth effort, you know, that's how I was able to get one of the biggest, you know, content, um, TikTok or content creators, you know, on honestly on TikTok on the whole app is because I reached out to them and they had like also connections too, but they had like, um, they saw that I had like nine episodes already and like, okay, this guy's legit. Like he's not just a random guy trying to get clout just to reach out, reach out to us to get on the podcast. Like he's actually legit. Like he's actually gotten some pretty cool guests on and like, he's actually pursuing this like hundred percent. And so that will help you if you really want to get those bigger guests. Like if you look, you look at that, the past and they see like you're consistent and like, wow, this guy or this girl really is passionate about this. Yeah. And even if those like, this is advice that one of my own super fans who's one of my dear friends is even if you put out a bunch of episodes and you're like oh i don't like those you can always go back and remove them like it it's such a low stakes yes creative endeavor especially with like all the free apps but yeah yeah and if you mess up and like no one's gonna remember like i think sometimes we think not in like a prideful way. We think we're like important enough to like for people to remember like our mistakes. I will tell you this, like everyone has, 
everyone's dealing with so much in life. Like the last, one of the last things they might remember something for a day, maybe at most a week or two weeks, but like in a year, especially in this college life, they're not going to remember. Like if you put out the episode and you misspelled something or you said something crazy, like they're just like, no, sorry. Like it's life is unpredictable and people have too, too many issues to, to worry about with just their own lives. So. No, that's, that's really good. That's even good for me to hear. Uh, I can be on the edit, the editing for a little too long sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I hear, I hear you on that. <laughs> well, thank you so much again, Christian, for hopping on the podcast. Um, I'm so glad you're able to do this. I think it was good to get some different perspective and also to all my friends who listen and always say they want to start something. This is your action call, um, to start the thing. Uh, the YouTube channel, the podcast, the blog, y'all got to do it now. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Like if you, if you're listening to this, like I know we, I talked about it, it is hard, but it really is worth it. Cause like, what if you don't start it? Like don't have the, what if, I mean, cause you're never going to know, like you don't want to go through life and like never know. And, like I think you owe yourself um, a chance to give yourself a chance with something that you dream of. And you know, um, I guys tell everyone, like when you were a kid, like you, you thought you could conquer the world, like you could accomplish anything. And like, just don't forget about that. Even I know we have to be more structured and we have to be more, you know, business minded or get our things in priority. But I think the biggest tip I would leave is just like, don't ever forget about that kid, like inside of you that still has those dreams and that goals. And that wants to be nice to people that wants to help out people. And, you know, wants to be inspired and inspire and even inspire yourself to, um, would be one of my biggest things for people out there listening to this. Yeah, no, that's really good. Always remember those, those dreams and honoring yourself when you were younger and those dreams that you had is, is something that's near and dear to my heart as well. Well, everyone, everyone should hop off this podcast and go listen to Christian's podcast, Purpose, Passion, Coffee. It is one of my new favorites. I've been listening to it, like binge listening to it lately as I'm in this new season of life. Um, anything else you want to plug before you hop off? Um, no, I mean, you've, you've got me covered for sure. I'll, <laughs> I'll have to say like, you'll, you're going to be on the podcast, I think later this week. So yeah. I think we're, we're going to record an episode and then it'll be out in the next couple of weeks. So that'd be really cool to kind of get your perspective on, on what podcast life looks like and more of like what dance and stuff like that and kind of how to bounce that out. Cause I think, you know, there's a, there's definitely a niche for people while they're in college also to kind of pursue something they love too. So I think it'll be really good and exciting. Yeah. Well, thank you again so much, Christian. This was such a good conversation. And like I was saying, um, it's I'm so glad to have someone like Christian in my life who's doing the same thing as me because um, I can like bounce ideas and just like get wisdom. And I look at his podcast Instagram all the time as I am slowly building my own. So it's a really great connection to have and a great friendship that is forming. So Thank you guys for tuning in. As always, wherever you're listening, whenever you're listening, I hope you're having a great one and tune in next week. Bye, y'all.